Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bry Comedy, coming at you from the trailer park of Oregon. Uh, today's episode's a little bit different, you guys. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, today, I'm calling this episode Lucky 13, uh, because it's my 13th episode. It's a baker's dozen. Uh, and uh, I, I was—I uh, haven't been sleeping great. I've been fibroing for several days now, and it's been hot. And uh, you know, my my wife—you know, she just got home. She's overworked. She's—you know—they're not getting enough help out there because the starting wages are so low. And uh, you're going to see this. That's what this episode is about. This episode is about uh, the heart and soul of this country, uh, the backbone of this country. The real people in this country are fucking over it, you guys. And uh, I think, you know, it's just as an empath, I just feel it. I sense it out there, you know. And so that's what this episode's about. It's pretty much just a free form rant about everything that's getting to me. And, uh, you know, I, I want you guys to know that, um, you know, I'm, I'm a positive force, that I'm here to help people, to be an influencer, to, to help people uh, sort out this life and sort out what's going right with the country. But uh, even, uh, you know, even the best of us, we have those days where we just, God, we just don't know what to do, what to think. And that's kind of what this is. It's just a free-form rant. Uh, I call it Lucky 13. Grab yourself a beverage. Grab yourself a snack. Uh, grab yourself your favorite guy or gal. And, uh, yeah, let's let's get started, man. You're gonna, I think you're going to enjoy this one. It's a lot different than what you're used to from me. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Pride Comedy. You can reach me, as I've said before, at all of my socials at Chef Bry Comedy. That's Chef B-R-Y Comedy on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, today, I'm calling this episode, I'm calling this episode Lucky Number 13. Uh, this is my 13th episode, and uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Usually, I, uh, you know, find a topic that uh, has some sort of meaning to me, and uh, I make my observations based on that topic. Uh, yeah, I just want to, you know, kind of pull back the curtain and let you guys in on who I am and what this is about and uh, how I really feel sometimes. Um, because the truth of the matter is that uh, I'm trying to make this a uh, podcast that is wholly positive uh, that it's a judgment-free zone, uh, that, that we, um, that we give, um, you know, a sense of strength and balance to people who are struggling out there, whether it be people with mental health problems or issues, uh, or whether it be people that are perhaps, um, just having a, a problem, uh, fitting into society, uh, could be, uh, people who are just having trouble with their jobs or, Maybe the pay, maybe they don't feel like they belong in their uh, current uh, job or field. Um, you know, this here is, you know, called surviving empathy. And what that means to me is that not only are we trying to survive as empaths, uh, you know, that's the kind of the first meaning, um, but the other meaning is that we're surviving as people who have empathy, um, because we live in a world that, you know, is, is crazy. It's bonkers out there. Um, when you see, you know, what's going on in the news, you know, I mean, today, you know, I wake up and uh, the president of Haiti was assassinated. His 
wife is <clears throat> uh, in Miami getting um, surgery, uh, life-saving surgery. And, um, you know, and, you're, and of course, at first you think to yourself, well, gosh, that's, that's horrible, right? And, but then you start to hear things like, well, he stayed past his term and this and that. And so we don't really know what's going on in Haiti, you know, up close and personal. Most of us, you know, regular people don't pay that close attention to, uh, you know, the international news. Um, but that's not to say that he deserved it, but I'm just saying that, you know, there's caveats, you know, that, that we don't often understand, you know, so, you know, obviously what these people did, uh, was awful. Um, and, and that's terrible, uh, but there might have been reasons that we don't yet understand, you know, as Americans, as, you know, Westerners, as Canadians, whoever, wherever you're from. Um, we often don't understand what's going on in other countries because we don't pay close attention, you know. Um, but this here, Surviving Empathy, is about trying to make sense of the world. Uh, I, I consider myself a humanist and an activist. Uh, I consider myself a um, civil rights activist, a, a humanitarian of uh, any and all uh, pursuits that give greater clarity, purpose, functionality, and, you know, just uh, dignity to anybody in this world who feels like they're, uh, you know, maybe just having a hard time keeping up. You know, um, I know the one thing for me is that, you know, I, I, I kid by saying, you know, from the trailer park in Oregon and, you know, it's a nice mobile home park. It's not a trailer. It's a mobile home. And, and, uh, you know, but, but yeah, the truth is, is that, uh, my wife and I were, you know, we watch enough YouTube and TV to see that there's some people out there that got some bucks, boy. And you it makes you wonder how they, acquired that you know is mommy and daddy helping them or or are they just uh you know uh, self-made uh folks you know um and and you know and and it's not about you know uh talking ill of people that have money uh because i've known some folks with money that were really nice people um what it has to do with is uh we have a tendency in in our culture to look whether it be out in the real world on the news or whether it be on our televisions or whether it be uh, on YouTube, but we're, we see that um, <clears throat> there's an extraordinary amount of people out there right now um, pretending to be happy when perhaps they aren't uh, pretending to be fit when perhaps they're not as fit as they claim to be. Um, the point is, is that we human beings have this tendency to, um, you know, uh, just portray ourselves a certain way uh, because it helps us feel better about ourselves. And uh, like myself, I portray myself as a fitness runner. Um, am I not a fitness runner? No, I actually am a fitness runner. I portray myself as a chef. Yes, I was a chef. I, I do still, you know, uh, uh, educate and train uh, in the culinary arts. So yeah, I'm still technically a chef. Am I a soldier? Well, I haven't done that in 25 years. So am I really a soldier? Well, eh, you know, yes and no. I fancy myself a soldier because 
I dedicated my life to it for a long time and got a lot of training out of it and did a lot of good things while I was in there. But it's been, you know, well over 25 years, you know. And the point I'm making is that, um, you know, we're becoming an image-oriented society. And I think that's making some folks just feel bad, not not just myself, um, because I, I don't. I don't feel bad anymore if I see that someone has a nicer car than me or maybe they have something that I want. You know, I'm not one of those jealous types of people. Um, But I do think that, you know, living these days uh, without a lot of extra help, not not a lot of infrastructure, not a lot of people advocating for you, um, human beings, we're becoming, you know, hate to use the term, but we're becoming like an army of one. We're becoming our own um, worst enemy, but we're also becoming our own uh, one man, uh, you know, empire building uh, committee, you know, um, here at Chef Bry Comedy. The only other person involved in this is my wife. And most of her time is dedicated to the grocery store that she works. And so, you know, what is it that I'm actually doing? Why am I saying what I'm saying? Well, the truth is, is that I wanted to get myself out there so you guys could see what kind of person I am so that uh, you could help me uh, build a brand and that brand can can do good work with various uh, humanitarian pursuits. So... You know, but that's the thing is I'm so new and I've only been doing this for a little over a month now. And so it's still a work in progress. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I've got everything figured out. You know, um, I have a lot of it figured out. um, But which road do I go down? Do I just continue uh, trying to help people through my words? Uh, you know, do I do I turn myself into a, a charity or a nonprofit organization? Do I, uh, you know, just continue podcasting? Is there other things that I can do to contribute? Um, and and the answer to that is yes, of course. I, there's a lot more I can do. Um, you know, I'm I'm tw- I've I've got 12 episodes in the can that you guys can listen to right now. And you know, yeah, at the very beginning, it was. Kind of not great, you know. Um, you know, I'd like to think that I'm much more uh, d- just relaxed at what I'm doing now. I'm, you know, I don't dawdle as much. I don't um, um, um as much. You know, I, I, I know what I'm planning on saying and I know how to say it. And uh, so I've gotten much more confident in myself and what I'm doing and what Chef Bright Comedy and uh, Surviving em- Empathy is all about. Uh, and it's about helping regular people, you know, feel worthy and good enough in this world, you know. And so so there's just a, a general feeling of helpfulness that I am trying to pursue, but without the concrete uh, uh, infrastructure and direction, uh, because that's a work in progress. That's something that I'm continuing to grow, Um but I want you guys to understand, uh, you know, that, yes, um, you know, I live in a mobile home uh, park in uh, a rural part of Oregon. Uh, we are halfway between uh, Portland and Eugene. So, uh, you know, we're not we're not out in the sticks or anything. We're, we're in the Willamette Valley. So there's people and there's things here. But uh, but it's very different from growing up in California. 
And, um, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, uh, I knew going into this that this was going to take a long, long time, you know, because the truth is, who's going to help me? Me. <laughs> and maybe hopefully you. But but for the most part, I'm a one man, you know, show, you know, I'm uh, coming up with my own content. I'm also coming up with uh, books that I'm writing. I'm also uh, trying to active, be an activist uh, for and against the right things. And I'm trying to make that activism be a nonpartisan thing, you know, but we live in a culture now where, you know, just simply getting a vaccination makes you a leftist, you know, it's like, come on, that's crazy. You know, there, everybody should be getting vaccinated right now. Um, but we've just, we're, we're entering in into strange times in our, in our culture right now where, um, you know, if you're for vaccinations, it, it automatically signals to others that you're a liberal uh, or something of that nature or, you know, just craziness, you know. And, and the truth is, is that it shouldn't matter if you're on the left or the right. Um, just doing the right thing uh, should not be a left or right thing. You know, it's a right versus wrong, not a right versus left kind of thing. And uh, so why? You know, do I, uh, you know, attack Fox News uh, as much as I do? And why do I talk about politics? Well, the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, I'm not trying to be unfair. You know, it's just that um, when you so clearly see that these people are trying to push an agenda that isn't healthy or 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 always morally or or ethically fair or honest, uh, you you it's just it's so clear that they're pushing an agenda to upset and perturb people and they want to you know weaponize people they're weaponizing people uh to do their bidding so that they can continue to push their agendas which is to continue to win elections and midterms and things like that now of course they do it on the left as well so you know i don't want to be unfair about it but the truth of the matter is is that yeah we live in a country that uh, it's perfectly okay to um, lie repeatedly on television, and 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 those liars can go and say whatever they want, and then act morally outraged when something on the their opposing side on the left when they go and do something that's quote unquote not cool or not right. You know, it's like you know. Glass houses, bro. You know, people who live in glass houses should not be throwing stones. And so I just, I don't like getting into politics. I do follow politics daily, um, but I don't like talking about it a lot because the truth is, is that I don't want this to become a liberal or a conservative bastion. Uh, I want this to be for regular, regular people, whether you're religious or not, whether you're black or white or brown whether you're a female or male, um, I want to, um, as a, as a, a veteran and a humanitarian, I'm coming at you as a guy who simply wants the right, uh, values espoused and, 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 you know, those values to be pushed into our society so that people start to, so it starts to take hold and take shape. And when those values take shape, uh, you can change our society for the better. Um, I, I hate it that we live in a country where, you know, m wealthy moneyed interests 
can have a large platform and very rarely does anybody really call it out. You know, I mean, for example, um, did you know that in order to get MSNBC, you have to actually pay up a tier? And in most cases, you get Fox News for free. That is inherent, uh, just inherent biases in our system. You know, when I go to the gym, and I don't go to the gym anymore, but I, I work out at home now. But when I used to go to the gym, you know, here in rural Oregon, you go in and they're playing Tucker Carlson. And I, <laughs> I just, I decided one day, hey, can you put on Rachel Maddow? And they're like, well, we can't do that. And I'm like, well, why, why the fuck not? You know, it makes you realize that there is an inherent bias based on regionality, you know, and th- this area would, you know, even though there are some liberals around here, uh, it's, it's generally, it waxes conservative. And, and I'm, I would be fine with that if it wasn't for the fact that Trump and Trumpism created so much dishonesty. Uh, so much corruption, so much telegraphing of, of just, um, just, it's a lot of fucked up shit. You know, it's just a lot of fucked up shit. You know, um, you know, when you are trying to be a peaceful person and you're trying, uh, to, you know, get famous, um, but you're trying to do it the right way by not, um, you know, uh, uh, pandering, uh, by not, uh, you know, being flaky, um, by not, uh, selling out your own, uh, values, etc. You know, I, I do want to get more popular. Um, and, and the reason why I'm recording this today is because frankly, I, I got depressed. I got discouraged. You know, I knew going in that, uh, this was probably going to take a very long time. Uh, and why is that? Well, it's because a, I'm only a single human being with a single voice and I don't have a, a ton of money and, and, and the things that I'm growing and building are going to take time. And so I really, really hope that, uh, in these last 12 episodes, you've gotten a chance to really understand, uh, the kind of person I'm trying to be and the tr- kind of character I want to have. Um, I'm not a perfect person. Uh, but I do, uh, honestly and earnestly care about people. And, um, but the truth is, is that do I like our society? Is this making me happy? Am I, am I a happy, well balanced individual? Um, yeah, of course I am most of the time, but, um, but I'm not always happy. You know, uh, I wake up depressed and dispirited all the time and I think about, the challenges ahead. And I think about, uh, just the lacking. I mean, I can't even get my own mother to listen to my podcast. How am I going to get perfect strangers to listen? You know? And so you start to get discouraged and you know, like you're playing this long game because, you know, right now, uh, God bless them, but I I've got, you know, 371 total views on my podcast. That's not one episode. That's the whole thing. And I'm proud of that because I've only been doing this for four weeks. So, you know, that's, that's great. It's wonderful. But when you start to think about how much further you need to go, it's kind of like a runner, you know, like, and I'm running five miles and I'm literally only on my third lap. You know, I'm like, I'm not even a quarter of the way to my goal. Uh, it can get 
tiresome. It can it can make you feel uh, tired and 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 down and just uh, discouraged. And and yeah, there's not, you know, I'm not immune to the fact that you know our society is getting uh, more selfish. Uh, we are becoming a society that uh, people who have enough have their house and have their money and have their careers and have all the things they need in life. Um, that's getting a much more rare. That's a much more rare thing. Um, a lot of the people that you see out there that have money to spend, that have money to burn, that have excess. Uh, that is not the majority of most people. And so we have to understand that what we're seeing on television, that what we're seeing in the news um, is a, it's a, a form of reality, but it's an interpretation of reality. Because, uh, you know, for example, you know, I, I listen to uh, politics on MSNBC and sometimes Young Turks and things like that. Um, and, and depending on what channel you are listening to, you are getting their understanding of the truth. Now, I would venture to say that MSNBC is probably way more honest uh, and decent than Fox News. And that's not to say that conservative people are dishonest because that I don't think that's the case. Uh, it has to do with um, that infrastructure. You know, you're talking about Rupert Murdoch. You're talking about the Koch brothers. You're talking about a, a, an infrastructure of wealth and right wing wealth at that, that is trying to um, persuade our culture to be uh, turned off by uh, freedom and liberalism, <laughs> frankly. And so they have people like Tucker Carlson, who, by the way, is uh, was born wealthy of the Swanson fortune, Swanson dinners. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, spends his evenings every night getting outraged and offended by basically uh, things that uh, they think are, are horrendously awful. And unfortunately, the problem is, is that the shit they do every single day is horrendous and awful. And yet somehow they're uh, offended by the fact that, you know, uh, somebody else is is speaking freely about uh, freedom or maybe uh, you know, we're talking about trying to get a living wage for working people in fast food restaurants or Something like that, that they're really offended by that. And so what you begin to see is that Fox News is an institution that is trying, that is made up of rich people who are trying to get middle class people to hate poor people so that they can push their agenda at the ballot box during elections. That's what it is, you know, and you, you might say that that's happening on both sides, uh, but you don't see, you know, I always say it's kind of like the difference between throwing a bullet and shooting a bullet. Um, the, the liberals, they don't need to, to, to sink to those levels because our demographic in this country is growing more brown, more female. There are more people. As our society gets bigger, uh, it is populating with more and more people of color, more and more females more and more uh, people who are socially liberal. And so we don't really need 
to do what the right does in order to uh, win over votes, you know. And uh, so we, we see this legislation now that is trying to stop people from voting, uh, stop people from getting out to vote. Um, and uh, it really makes you wonder if, if they're so concerned about freedom and fairness and they, they talk a, a good game about how the government doesn't work and all this. Well, it would work if you did your fucking job right. And so, you know, you can't fill a Senate full of people that say, well, government doesn't work. And, and, and we're going to prove that it doesn't work by batting down all legislation um, without having to come to this notion, this realization that the very arsonists who are burning down our democracy are the ones that are working in our government. And these people have the audacity to say that liberalism is somehow a bad thing because it's bad to be open-minded and free thinking. It's, it's, it's um, somehow a bad thing to uh, advocate for the poor. It's somehow a bad thing to, I don't know, make corporations pay their fair share of taxes. I mean, come on, you know, and so what's happening is uh, there's an authoritarian movement on the right. And that's not to say that everybody who watches Fox News is an authoritarian. I just don't think that they quite understand what they're consuming. And before they know it, they're starting to mock and echo uh, Trumpian, uh, fascistic, authoritarian points of view that are really quite anti-democratic, you know, anti-democracy. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to start today uh, uh, just getting about politics. What this is about, though, is that I woke up today uh, not feeling very good. I've been fibroing pretty hard the last few days. Uh, the, the heat and the weather have gotten me really sapped of energy and um you know i i um frankly just feel very uh discouraged and depressed today and uh i wanted to record because i wanted you guys to see that yes i am doing this for myself um but i'm also doing this because as a uh former soldier as a as a um, advocate of doing what's right uh i want to build a coalition. And uh, we'll see in time what that takes on over time. Perhaps I will start a charity. Perhaps I will become a uh, charity. Perhaps uh, I will just be an educational institution. Um, I do consider myself a teacher and I consider myself an activist. Um, and so time will tell what uh, I, I decide to do with this. Um, but I just wanted to kind of come at you today in, in a different way because um, I think a lot of people are just like, who's this guy and what's he all about? Um, well, what I'm about is, uh, getting, uh, to, you know, getting to the point, uh, of where of we cutting through the crap cake of all that we see and, and all that we tolerate in the society and coming, uh, from a place that's, uh, more real, uh, we, you know, because we have a tendency in our culture to be, um, afraid of of truth afraid of reality um there's uh, what i a term that i've uh coined uh, i call it uh, toxic positivity 
you know, because I, I love positivity. You guys know that. I love being positive and I love, uh, you know, preaching positivity and I love, uh, uh, uh trying to be a, a person that's non judgmental, that, uh, comes correct, that, uh, you know, uh, looks out for the little people and the vulnerable. Um, it's, it's who I am. Uh, it's, it's what's in my DNA. That's who I am as a person. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't see the negativity. Um, but, but what we have today, especially on social media, is a lot of people are afraid to be negative, you know, because they're afraid that when they get political, people don't like them as much, or maybe they turn pe- some people away from them. Uh, there's some people who, uh, you know, just want to think every day is all full of, you know, unicorn farts and rainbows. And I'm afraid to tell you, but, we're all uh worm food. We're all future worm food guys. Sorry to, sorry to disappoint. Uh we're not getting anywhere. We're not getting off this planet more than likely. We are going to live out our lives uh with gravity strapping us to this rock together whether we like each other or not. And how do we get through this? How do we cut through the bullshit? How do we cut through the uh propaganda? How do we cut through the hyper positivity? There is toxic, toxic people in this world. And some of them don't even know that they're toxic. And that includes people on the left as well. And so how do we sift through all of this and come out, you know, thinking the right thoughts? You know, and, and that's, that's why I'm doing this, you guys, because I want to represent all people, all people who want to uh, you know, be very frank and open about their mental health, uh, problems and people who are very open to discussing matters that are usually, frankly, uh, a little bit controversial. Um, but there should be nothing controversial about waking up feeling overwhelmed or waking up feeling saddened or waking up feeling, um, just like, why bother? What's the point? You know, we, we all, we're all doing that. We all have these lives and we're all trying to um, make sense of our place on this earth. And um, <clears throat> and while I, I think we should all uh, give ourselves a break and, and, and just relax and, and not get uh, so uh, worried about uh, being perfect, um, we, we have to um, we have to find a, a balance uh, between positivity and and reality, because just by uh, speaking about reality, uh, you are now considered uh, negative uh, through simply by mentioning certain realities. You know, like for example, uh, we're going to get old and die someday. <clears throat> Sorry, but we are. Uh, that not everybody has a good job, and not everybody likes their life. Uh, that there's a lot of uh, companies and corporations taking advantage of us. That there is uh, a <clears throat> miscarriage of justice going on all throughout our country. Uh, people who are, you know, because they can't afford a good lawyer, aren't getting the same uh, quality of justice as somebody who has money. You know, so so I, I, I sincerely believe that to be a good person in this world is to, to try to um, build bridges, 
uh, across uh, party lines um, to um, try not to um, say mean and nasty things about people you don't like. Um, and by, by being more thoughtful and uh, uh, just being a little bit more open and honest about um, how you're really feeling. And yeah, the, the truth is, is uh, I'm extraordinarily proud of my past. I'm very proud of, of uh, designing this podcast and uh, building a, a sense of community. Um, but who knows if this will ever turn into anything. I might be talking, you know, uh, <clears throat> to, to deaf ears, you know, and maybe nothing will ever come of this. And so there are days where, God, I get so discouraged and I go, God, how do I get these folks to understand how much I care about them? How do I get these people to understand, uh, how much it matters to me that this world, uh, turn into something that we can really love, uh, and really, uh, you know, Everybody have a, a, a hand in this world of, of something that they can do and call their own um, and feel uh, invested into their lives in a meaningful way. Because I'll, I'll be honest, I think most people, most grown adults in real jobs, I don't think they feel like they have any actual um, passion in their life. They don't have any actual control over their uh, life and their future. And uh, while I don't think there's anything wrong uh, with, with, you know, getting a job, uh, maintaining a job, learning uh, responsibility, and uh, continuing to grow as a person <clears throat> while you, uh, you know, uh, work towards a goal and, and use these jobs, if you will, uh, as, a, as a lily pad, as a leap, as a, as a sort of a temporary, uh, uh, you know, a floating device, if you will, uh, to get from one place to the next. Um, they're using you. There's nothing wrong with you using them as well. Um, so, so capitalism in and of itself, uh, doesn't bother me, uh, in general. But when you start to see the way, uh, in which, um, we're on our own, it really makes you shudder with fear. It makes you realize, oh my God, we really are like, on our own, you know, and uh, as a person that struggles with um, <clears throat> believing in God, believing that there's uh, some sky father out there that loves me, uh, that's a really terrifying feeling of feeling alone, of feeling like um, the universe doesn't really care whether you succeed or not. Um, and it can get really hard uh, to continue pushing forward every day. When you're having mental health problems, when you're having physical health problems, when you're having uh, disillusionment, um, and and then and then you go on Facebook <clears throat> or or whatever social media, and everybody's so goddamn happy all the time, and it makes you feel, uh, you know, it makes you feel like you're not allowed to have negative thoughts, you're not allowed to have real feelings, you're not allowed to be scared, you're not allowed to be nervous, you're not allowed to. Uh, question things. You're not allowed to, um, you know, feel uh, <clears throat> like you're not a part of things, you know, and I think that's where a lot of people these days, uh, that's how they're feeling, is they're feeling uh, estranged from one another, estranged from our society and from our um, jobs, uh, uh, estranged uh, in, in a sense that um, we're all looking for um, 
comfort, you know, uh, and, and some people get that comfort through, uh, God and church. And, um, I have absolutely no, no, uh, issues with that whatsoever. Um, I just have, you know, because for me, I'm not, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me. Whew. Uh, I'm not trying to be an atheist. Like I don't go out of my way to not believe in God. Um, it's just that I, I don't see an overabundance of, of goodness and, and, and I don't see that there's an active, uh, agent, invisible agent out there that is somehow choreographing this world in such a way where good reigns over evil. You know what I'm saying? And so when you start to see the ugliness of our politics, uh, the ugliness of the world in terms of like, uh, you know, violence and, uh, you know, people getting, um, you know, like that, those poor people, uh, in Florida where that, that condominium, uh, sunk and everybody in there most likely died. Uh, I'm not catching an overabundance of God being at the helm. You know, uh, Jesus, if Jesus is your pilot, uh, all I can say is you better start driving a little bit slower because, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. And, and see, so I'm not, I'm not against the, the, the desire. I have a strong, strong desire to believe in God. I have a strong desire to, um, have faith in something, to have a belief that is greater than yourself and to be guided by something, um, big and, uh, meaningful and principled. So, so while I believe that, uh, church uh, it means well in most cases. Um, I just cannot seem to get my head wrapped around the fact that there's some God out there helping us. I just don't feel it. I don't sense that. And, um, and so if you, you know, if you're religious, uh, uh I, I don't need you guys to talk to me about, <laughs> you know, the, the blind faith thing. I've had all these discussions before. Um, but, I also, guys, you guys, you got to understand that I'm not trying to put uh, people of faith down because uh, I think we all want to have faith. And, and if not in God, at least in good. In, you know, and so my faith, I, I, I put my faith in uh, not in, in, in institutions, not in uh, political parties. I put my faith, I lay most of my faith on individuals. Most people... If you get to them early before they become a part of a group think, um, are, are generally good and well-intentioned. It isn't until they start becoming a part of some affiliation, some group that that group think t- takes over. And that happens in church. That happens in uh, political parties. Shoot. It happens at the gym. You know, you p- become a part of that elite fitness core, you know, group. And now, you know, you think, uh, you're a more elite, uh, fitness guy than, than just the regular guy over there who's just training by himself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as you can see, this is, this is a free form episode. I, I just, I, I woke up feeling very discouraged because, um, I want so badly to create an institution, uh, program, uh, of activism, uh, where I can teach and, uh, guide people. And to um, <clears throat> help uh, people find uh, positivity and hope, um, but in a way that isn't feeding them a bunch of bullshit, you know? And um, 
That's not to say that God is bullshit. I'm not, that's a different subject. I just mean to say that, um, like I said, you go on social media and everybody's so flipping happy and everybody seems to have, you know, big houses and nice clothes. And, uh, so you might be living in an apartment. You may be living in a trailer park. Uh, you know, I live in a mobile home park here in Oregon. And, uh, while it's an older mobile, it's, it's ours and we own it and it's nice and, um, it's not perfect. Uh, we have problems all the time. We're always fixing something, but at least we have a roof over our head, you know? And so I'm so grateful that I've, uh, gotten the chance to, um, do these episodes for you guys. Uh, I, I feel so grateful to, um, to just be a part of something positive. Um, it's just that I, I, it, it's lacking concrete direction. It's an abstract thought goodness. It's like a cloud. It's a nebulous cloud of good intentions. And what do you do with good intentions if, if all you're doing is talking about it and you're not doing anything? And so I want the, the, uh, Chef Bride comedy and uh, surviving empathy to become more than just talking about being good. I want to start doing good. And so I'm trying to become a part of the solutions in our country uh, and, and where that takes form and how that takes takes form really depends on how much you guys support me and how much you guys uh, crave, uh, uh, you know, propping me up to to so that I have more popularity. And when I have more popularity, I have a bigger voice. And when I have a bigger voice, I have a uh, bully pulpit, if you will, to um, to, uh, you know, uh, have a greater uh, uh, effect in our pop culture. You know, you take somebody like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has a monstrous voice. He's just one person, but because he has millions and millions of people who listen, uh, he's got this gigantic voice. And, um, you know, it's, it's just unfortunate that people like Joe Rogan. And I don't think that, I don't think he's a bad person, but God, if I had that platform, if I had that much money, if I had, uh, just an, uh, a modicum of, of success that he has and the, um, the viewership that he has, I think I would be able to do um, 10 times more good than Joe Rogan does. And that's not me picking on Joe Rogan. That's simply, you know, that's celebrityism, you guys. You know, celebrities, you know, you don't have to be, a, you know, a humanitarian. You just go out there and be cool and everybody gets tattoos of themselves of, of Joe Rogan on their thigh of uh, with him and his third eye. And, you know, he becomes sort of this uh, iconic figure of, uh, of, of, uh, you know, uh, higher thinking and, uh, you know, mind expansion. Uh, and he's become synonymous with that. And so there are people out there that like worship Joe Rogan and it's like, wow. I mean, he's admitted he's a fucking moron. <laughs> and so am I. We're all, we're all kind of morons, you know. Um, so I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on Joe, but I'm just saying that is he really deserving of that platform? Um, you know, I don't know. You, you, you see like, um, the way it changes people when they get wealthy. Um, you know, that's the unfortunate part of being a politician is that you start off poor and you care about the right things. Most of them, not always. 
some of them start out rich and just get worse from there. But a lot of them start out poor and then they get into Washington. And then as they become more um, influential and more wealthy, um, you know, that that urgency for progress and change disappears. And so that's why we have to really give it to people like uh, Bernie Sanders or AOC who are still burdened by glorious purpose, you know, Uh, because the truth is, you guys, is that I don't see a whole lot of hope uh, for this economy. I don't see a ton of of what I would call um, progress when it comes to uh, giving people uh, the opportunities they need to build up their lives into something uh, greater and more meaningful than simply, you know, clinging to this one silly little job at the grocery store or wherever, um, where you're just one paycheck away from uh, absolute uh, homelessness, you know. Uh, there's got to be – this is the biggest, most influential country in the world. And so there's so much more we could do as a country. And so we really do have to stop making this left versus right. We have to stop making this man versus woman. We have to stop making this uh, brown versus white. Um, we are all biological critters on this planet. We are all bound by the laws of physics. And so we all have a responsibility to ourselves and to each other. And, and a lot of people would say, you know, we're connected. We're interconnected. You know, you hear, you'll hear that in uh, spiritualism. We're, we're interconnected energetically. I don't know that that's true. Um, I think we have a lot in common. We, we all have something in common. We're all uh, bound by the laws of physics. We are all biological organisms. We are all aging. And so, and we all have a, a vested interest in making this planet the best possible place it can be. And so, yeah, I get discouraged because we can't let the Walmarts and the uh, Jeff Bezos uh, of the world uh, call all the shots because that's how you get no fucking where. We're not going to make a better country by letting the rich build things for us while, while, while they get so ungodly rich that the only place they have left to explore now is outer space. You've got Jeff Bezos. You've got... Who's that? Richard Branson. Uh, he's the Virgin Mobile Empire guy. And now they're all so wealthy, they don't know what to do with all that excess wealth. And so they're taking that wealth and they're exploring space. And I hate to break it to you because I'm a Star Trek fan through and through. I've read Brave New World. I, I, am, a, I am a futurist. I absolutely love the potential that we have. But in our lifetime, there is a probably a statistically um, insignificant chance that we're ever going to actually do anything of consequence in outer space. And so what we have to do, I mean, we should always continue to strive and build up NASA and build uh, infrastructure uh, to explore space and to explore science. Uh, I'm all for that. <clears throat> but at the cost of, of, of people in our country feeling so poor and so without a voice and so without a good job and so without opportunity that here we are watching them waste trillions of dollars per year to go into outer space while most of us live in abject poverty. 
I mean, let's just, you know, before you um, build up NASA, before you build up uh, high-speed rail, before you build up all these infrastructures, I really do think that um, we have to build up our own yards first, our own houses first. And, you know, and kind of, I, I like to think of it this way, um, kind of like the Amish. Uh, the Amish, they get together and they build somebody's barn and then when they're done, they go to the next house and do it again until everybody has a barn and they're all equal. And and I'm not saying, hey, let's all be socialists. I'm just saying, why don't we all, you know, take heed of what's right and wrong in this in this world? Uh, what's good about uh, capitalism? What's bad about it? And why don't we just start um, creating an infrastructure that one, you know, a group of people, you know, say every podcaster that listens to Surviving Empathy, every single one of you guys comes to my house and we all decide to make the best darn, you know, shed uh, <laughs> one can make, you know. And then when you're done and it's perfect, you move on to the next person. You move on the next and the next and the next and the next. And pretty soon, everybody has a house. Everybody has a car. Everybody has a job. Everybody has a purpose. That is what we should be shooting for in the abstract in this society. And that is not a socialist thing. That is not a liberal thing. We all want this world to be better uh, than, than the way we got, uh, got it. You know, we, we were born into this planet. We want to make this planet better than it, than it was when we, uh, were born into it. And um, I just don't think that's happening, you guys, is it? I mean, there's so much that's there's so many good and nice people out there. You go on social me- social media, and you see all these people. Uh, I follow uh, runners. I follow fitness people. I follow buff dudes and buff chicks. I follow um, <clears throat> you know these sexy ladies, <laughs> for lack of better words. I follow. Um, religious people i follow atheists i follow um uh you know everyone uh and and the one thing you do see is that the human spirit man is electric um it's just that i don't know that that's reality just because everybody has a good attitude and everybody's uh you know on social media acting happy um that doesn't necessarily mean that our society is going in the right direction you know what i'm saying um we need to organize. We need to educate people. We need to uh, get people to stop um, uh, supporting any effort that supports the status quo because the status quo is not where it's at. If you're, you know, it's like I said about fitness. If you're not going up, you're slowly going down. Same goes for uh, the betterment of our culture. If you're not supporting people who really are and can make a difference, then you're simply supporting people that are not really that interested in making a better world. And, you know, and that's what I see happening in our political uh, zeitgeist today is, you know, there's, you know, not all Trump supporters are bad people. Not all Republicans are stupid. Not all uh, conservatives are, are, um, fascistic and, and, and moronic. You know, uh, there's some smart people there, but the problem is, is that their, their party is being led, uh, by, you know, supporting 
Donald Trump and the wealthy and the status quo and giving tax breaks to the rich. And apparently that's all going to help our country somehow. I don't see how it helps anything at all. Uh, and so, yeah, man, I, I just, I really, I want uh, conservatives to start being for something again. I want liberals to stop uh, bashing everything. Uh, their, their wokeness is, um, you, you, you know, you can only get so sophisticated, you guys, until you just start becoming full of yourself. So we need solutions um, that can transcend uh, gender, that can transcend uh, sociopolitical lines, that can transcend uh, differences of opinion. I'm not saying, hey, you know, let's, you know, let's elect, you know, uh, Brian to a uh, dictator and he'll solve everything for us. Uh, you know, I just mean to say that we need uh, solutions that, that are universally good, you know, and we can do it. We can do it. Um, I just don't know that there's enough, you know, the thing I've learned, um, like remember back when uh, George Bush was president and remember uh, <clears throat> Obama inherited that gigantic recession and, uh, you know, it was only a matter of time that the right blamed Obama for it, even though we all saw it happen with our own two eyes. Uh, AIG and the housing bubble collapsed. And it was uh, had a lot to do with the way uh, the Bush administration handled, uh, you know, our economy. Um, at the time, uh, you know, gas prices were skyrocketing upwards of $5, $5.25 per gallon. Um, I was working out at the Army base when it was happening. And... Um, Unfortunately, every day I, I worked with a guy who listened to Rush Limbaugh and, uh, you know, I'm sitting here, the quiet liberal, listening to this stuff, trying not to hurl. Uh, but, but the truth of the matter is, is that, um, you know, George Bush, is, you know, he wants, he believes in a, a compassionate capitalism. And so good for him on that. But unfortunately, you know, what we saw are these outrageous gas prices. And so there was an effort. To make my point, um, there was an effort to um, <clears throat> have a every don't get gas on Tuesday. There was an effort in California to to not get gas on Tuesday. And what that would do is that would force uh, the prices back down because the gas speculators who uh, formulate these gas prices would have no choice but to drop the prices because there was boycotts going on. And you know what happened? Not a fucking thing. You know why? Because people, just to be assholes, just to be jerks, were getting gas on Tuesday. They'd go out of their way to get gas on Tuesday just to be a contrarian to what they know is a good thing. And so that's what's wrong with our country today. Now, you can't force people to get right in the head and you can't force uh, people to agree on everything. And, you know, that's where debate comes in and all of that. Um, but there are ways, folks, um, of, of making a, a better uh, world. Um, and, and one of those ways would be like, yeah, uh, boycotting. If, if we all boycotted gas on Tuesday, for example, within a month, gas would be down to three bucks an, uh, per gallon again. I, I guarantee it. You know, we can do things like that. But there's contrarians out there that just think it's hilarious to um, just go against the grain just to be a jerk because it's hilarious um, when it would benefit them as well. And so that's what I see happening in our world today is uh, 
the, the political right thinks it's hilarious to obstruct everything that the Democrats are doing and to say that government doesn't work, but the reason why government doesn't work is because they refuse to do their jobs. It's like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that when you strive to uh, not uh, make society better, when your your whole goal is to toe the line and toe the status quo rather than challenge the status quo, um, what you get is, yes, a bunch of fucking mediocrity. And so what have we learned during this pandemic? We've learned uh, that um, people don't want to get uh, vaccinated. Uh, now the there's a Delta uh, variant out there. And um, <clears throat> uh, they, they say that uh, the current uh, vaccines, doesn't matter which one you got, uh, is going to protect you from that Delta variant. Um, so the only people that aren't being protected are those who never who got didn't get any shots. Uh, my wife, you know, she talks about her bosses being these really good people and good guys and, uh, you know, forward thinking people. But she told me the other day that um, hardly anyone at her work has gotten any vaccinations. And that is that because they're watching Fox News and they're culture is telling them not to or is it just because they're busy you know it makes you wonder to what extent um you know uh, conservative uh, uh mentalities conservative radio conservative uh fox news and, and and newsmax and all those others uh are they what 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 are they doing are they do they really have that uh wide of a of a poll on something as important as vaccinations it makes you wonder and so we have to have a, a movement, a counter movement, um, one that isn't steeped in uh, liberalism, uh, one that isn't steeped in uh, re- politics at all, but one that is a humanitarian movement uh, that addresses uh, today's problems. And one of the biggest problems I see, aside from a lacking of building up our infrastructure and, and offering opportunities for regular folks, is that um, we're becoming a society of, of, of people that are scared to death. And so we cling to our positive, uh, uh, you know, social medias and positive messages. Um, um, but it's not solving any of our problems. And so everybody's so hooked and addicted to positivity, but they're not uh, willing to um, think, uh, you know, thoughtfully and, and dutifully about how to really solve this country's problems and this world's problems. <sighs> I don't know. Let me let me let me take a sip here, you guys. I need some I need some liquid uh, caffeine. Anyway, so as you can see, I care very much about this world, and I don't care if you're atheist or religious. I don't care if you're brown or white or female or male, um, I love every person uh, because we are all these beautiful uh, works in progress and we all have this ability to really uh, uh, think uh, high. You know, I always say think high. You know, I always say keep your um, feet firmly planted on the ground and your arms stretching upwards towards the sky. And that way, you're not so flighty up there that you lose sight of what's real 
but you're also, you know, you got to keep your head in the clouds and, and care about whimsy and, 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 you know, uh, all the beautiful uh, flights of fancy, all that whimsical thinking. We have to keep our minds, um, you know, pressing towards, uh, perf- you know, the ideal, um, a, a perfect uh, balance of society where uh, everybody has a, a good job and everybody has a house and everything's, everybody's being taken care of. Um, that's what's ideal. And then there's what's, re- and then there's reality. Um, and so we have to stay grounded while also keeping our our arms um, in the clouds, you know, if you know what I'm saying. Um, maybe there's a better way of saying it, but that's the kind of day I'm having, you guys. It's just speaking it from the heart. Um, yeah, I'm a little discouraged. I'm a little discouraged today. Um, I'm discouraged about uh, Chef Bright Comedy. I'm discouraged about politics. I'm discouraged about our economy. Uh, we got to do more, you guys. Th- this podcast can't just be entertainment. This has to be something more. It has to be uh, people uh, coming together to make real change. And that's what I'm trying to do. And so I will let you guys know uh, where this uh, branches out. I have a, a very strong uh, feeling that I'll be able to um, uh, become an educational uh, podcaster, uh, maybe become a part of some uh, form of charity uh, where that charity will help uh, specifically uh, vulnerable people and poor people um, <clears throat> of every ethnicity, uh, of every um, every uh, you know political affiliation, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I what what gives me hope, you guys, is that hey. It's only been a month and I've, I've got 370, I think 371 or 374 uh, total views. Um, but I need a lot more than that, you guys. So I need you guys to spread the word. Um, I, I'm trying to uh, build uh, more infrastructure. I have a website coming soon. Um, I've got books that are coming. Uh, I've got a comedy record that's coming out that's uh, going to be completely different than you guys are used to. Because, yeah, I'm not generally funny on these. But uh, my comedy, that's a different story. Like I said, that, that's a different side of me altogether. But, um, uh, you guys, I just I want to see this world, uh, you know, repair itself and uh, make make the world a better place. And so we need to... <clears throat> educate uh, people. Um, we need to, um, you know, uh, break uh, the glass ceiling of all of these uh, companies and corporations. We need to <clears throat> get a living wage going. Uh, we, we've got to do these in ways that are nonpartisan. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But anyway, I guess that's all I have for you today. You know, I'm just... Uh, just reeling from from concern about uh, about a lot of things, and I uh, wasn't feeling too great today. Um, I want you guys to see that while I am uh, always going to strive to be a a a, 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 a leader, uh, an influencer of all that is right and good in this world. Um, I'm not a perfect person. Um, I do get depressed. I do get discouraged. Uh, I do see reality, and the truth is, is that you know, old people die, and old people are lonely, and uh, middle-aged people get old, and young people get middle-aged, and uh, time has a way of kicking your ass. And so, um, 
you know, we, we, we've got to do more. Uh, we've got to make this world, um, just a better and, and more fun and more free place. Um, these institutions, um, they can't, they, they, you know, you're born into this world and we have a tendency to, um, in this world <clears throat> to accept whatever we see. Um, take Anne Frank, for example, 14 year old girl, um, have to hiding, has she has to, she had to hide from the Nazis. <clears throat> she didn't know what she had done wrong. She didn't know what was uh, wrong with her or what was wrong with the Nazi party and the Nazi movement. All she knew is that she had to hide and she was probably, she probably, probably, she probably felt like she was a bad person or that she had done something wrong. And, uh, her very existence meant uh, that she was bad. She was a bad person. I can only imagine what she went through, and um, and so that 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 had no, no nothing to do with her. That had no reflection on her as an, as a human being whatsoever. And so we people we're born into this planet, and while there is a lot of good uh, things in this world, and I will always acknowledge that. I will always try to. Uh, show you that I'm not just trying to be negative. There are good things and good people in this world and they're worth fighting for. Um, there are things, <clears throat> just powers in this world that will make you feel uh, powerless and lonely and like there's nobody coming to your aid. And uh, it's a scary feeling, you guys. And so whatever you got to do to feel um, connected uh, whatever you got to do to feel um, comforted, whatever you got to do to um, to feel empowered. Um, so long as you're not hurting other people, I say do it. Um, you know, it's tough, man. Life is tough. Um, so I hope you guys got something from this one. I know this was a little bit different. I call this Lucky 13. <laughs> it's my uh, rant about everything. Uh, but, um, you know, I want this to become a positive uh, a message. I want this to become uh, something that helps regular people uh, get a leg up in this world and feel better. Um, you can't get better unless you feel better. And the only way you feel better is by making good choices. And so that's what I'm all about. I'm here to preach, uh, you know, goodness for goodness sake. Um, I, I don't have a religious slant. I don't have uh, any agenda except that I'm this one person and I, oh, as an empath, it hurts you guys. It hurts me so much to see so much bad in this world. I know we can do better. I know we can, can solve these problems if we just brought more people in and educated these people and got these people to understand what's right and wrong about these, these, uh, systems. Um, it's not all bad, you know. Not everything about the Republican Party is bad. Not everything about uh, capitalism is bad. Not everything about um, the liberals are good. It's just that I see a need for small p progress. Um, no political affiliations. Uh, no no po politics required. Uh, it's just that politics will make you realize just how screwed up this country is and just how screwed up this planet is becoming. Uh, we have got to uh, make this. I don't know how. I don't know what. Um, but human beings, there's so much potential. Um, but but it can't just be all for yourself. It has to be we're all in this together and it everybody's 
uh, happiness, everybody's comfort, everybody's um, in, uh, uh, sense of worth uh, is important, not just one person. And so when I see these people on Instagram uh, working out and looking good and feeling good, good for them. But you're only helping yourself. We got to help everyone. So that's what I have for today. I want to thank you guys for listening. I know this was a little bit different, but um, don't give up on me now. Uh, this is a this is more than a podcast. This is a movement. This is a movement of 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 uh, you know just getting people to see what's good and real about this country for the good and for the bad. Um, but toxic positivity. Um, it might as well be negativity. You know, there's nothing wrong with positivity, but just make sure you know where you're drawing the line because, uh, saying great on great, you know, unicorn farts and rainbow things all the time without putting it, um, you know, cause we don't live in a vacuum. You know, we, we try to be good people and we try to good, do good things, but we don't live in a vacuum. So just putting positivity out into the world without context. Uh, is not how people learn, is not how people grow. We have to be more positive, but we have to do it in a way that's thoughtful, where people are learning, people are growing, and uh, we're, we're all becoming a, a part of the solution. So that's what I got for today. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you next time. Have a good one. I love you like a play cousin. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I'll be here in Oregon at the trailer park making my life a little better each day and i hope you make your life a little better each day too make good decisions you guys i love you bye-bye